Hey, this is Zena Jones, and you are listening to the Brave AF podcast, where we talk about all things mindset, having your own back, and doing brave shit. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Brave AF podcast. Today, we're talking about letting people down. And some of you are really afraid of letting people down. So we're going to talk about it because that's what we do here. So I did go and Google the definition of what it means to let someone down. Thank you, Google. Google says failure to support or help someone as they had hoped or expected. And the definition I had written down of what it means to let people down is to not do what you said you would do or what they thought you should do. Okay. Now, this is very important that we define this. So I want to start with a story. When I moved to London in 2014, my dad was both horrified and disgusted that I would leave a really good job. Okay. I was running a really successful travel agency. You know, I had my own team. I was making great money. I also had not long bought a house on my own. So to him, you know, I was just kind of starting out in life. I was like mid twenties and I was doing really, really well. And to him, he thought I was just throwing it all away (laughs) to move to the other side of the world. So he said that it was a terrible decision and I shouldn't do it. And I'd probably regret it. Now, I don't know that he actually used the words you are letting me down but he didn't have to. His disappointment was obvious. So obvious that he actually stopped talking to me for a while. Now, he was disappointed because he thought that I should be doing something else. He thought that the right thing for me to do was to stay in the job, keep making the money, you know, paying off the mortgage, settle down, raise a family, All of those kinds of things. That's his version of the right way to do life, let's say. Okay. And he was disappointed because he thought I should do that. And I was basically doing the opposite of that. Okay. So he felt let down because I wasn't doing what he thought I should be doing. What he assumed that I would do. Now, was that incredibly painful at the time? Fuck yes, it was. Because I did not have the tools and the knowledge and the awareness that I have today. So he looked at my choices and my actions and he made them mean that I had let him down. Now, granted, he was afraid. He was terrified of me being so far away and, you know, not being able to help me. I'm his only daughter and he was like, you're going to move to the other side of the world. At that stage, I don't even know if my dad had a passport. And he was horrified of me being that far away and it not working out for me. Okay. He could have very easily looked at my choices and my actions and made it mean that I was brave and courageous and I was chasing my dreams and going out to see the world, that I was driven. Okay. But he didn't. And that's okay. Now, if I had never gone to London, we likely would not be having this conversation. I would probably be stuck in a job that I did not love, living in a house that I honestly didn't really want, eating and drinking to numb my pain. That was what I did most 
nights was I would buy a bottle of wine. It was sparkling wine and I would drink two thirds to three quarters of it. And I would eat like I would often buy like those little Cheerio cocktail sausages and some coleslaw for dinner and maybe like a bread roll. (laughs) I would just eat that. And then chocolate and lollies. I was eating shit (laughs) and I felt shit. Right. But I was eating and drinking so much to numb the pain and trying to escape my life by traveling as much as I could. And I was still miserable. So had I never have gone to London, I'd probably still be living that life. Secretly miserable inside, but trying to hide it all and pretending like everything was great on the outside. Okay. If I had never gone to London, I would have regretted it. And I would always have wondered, what if? What if I had gone? What would life be like? What would be different? If I had not gone to London, I would have let myself down. So I'm going to read you a very powerful quote from Glennon Doyle. And these are some words that she shared with her daughter when her daughter said to her, Mommy, I don't want to disappoint you. Every time you're given a choice between disappointing someone else and disappointing yourself, your duty is to disappoint that someone else. Your job throughout your entire life is to disappoint as many people as it takes to avoid disappointing yourself. Isn't that powerful for a mum to say that to her daughter? Okay. These are words that I think so many more of us need to hear. Now, unless you set out to let someone down, you are never Letting anyone down. Even if and when they use the words, I feel like you've really let me down. It's just not true. Now, here's what I mean. If you miss a coffee date with a friend and she thinks that you've stood her up and that you should have been there. And she says to you, look, you've really let me down by missing this date. Let's say you had made a mistake in your calendar And you simply skipped it. I had this like literally this week with a client. She had accidentally deleted our session in her schedule and just totally no-showed on me. Okay, I could make that mean that she let me down. But why would I choose that? Heck no, right? But let's say that your friend did that. Okay, you had a coffee date and you missed it. Somehow it didn't end up in your calendar. It got deleted, whatever. She says, you let me down. Right. You can take responsibility for it not being in your calendar and you can apologize. But you don't have to believe that you let her down. That part is optional. Another example, if you're late getting some work to your boss. okay, so she's given you a deadline and she really needs something by a specific date and you're late getting it to her and she says, whoa, you've really let me down here. Unless you are deliberately wanting to be an asshole, you haven't set out to be late with that work. Life has happened. And choosing to think I've let someone down is just that. It is a choice. Okay. It isn't a fact because someone has said the words to you. It's their opinion, which they are 100% entitled to and Their feelings are also valid. 
if they feel hurt, if they feel angry, if they feel upset, they're allowed to feel that way. But your feelings are also valid. Okay. And when you choose to believe I've let them down, it's like adding a layer of shame onto your plate. Okay, if you were to imagine like layering our emotions, like stacking them up like layers, when something leads to someone saying you've let me down, you're already going to be in an emotional negative state, like you're going to be feeling upset or angry or annoyed. And then you're adding another layer. Okay, I'm going to demonstrate this. So I think when we choose to believe that we've let someone down it's like we're walking around with a huge coat that is soaking wet and heavy and cold right that is like a shame coat a coat of shame (laughs) now you can take the coat off anytime by deciding what you want to make it mean the event okay what you want to make it mean and you have a choice we have a whole episode on what you make it mean I think it's number one two four or one two five around there so here's what I mean let's say that your husband says to you you've really let our family down now first of all let's do a husband check okay because is that really likely to happen if you're afraid of it do you actually think that your husband would ever say that to you because if you found yourself married to an asshole, that's a podcast for a different day. <laughs> but anyway, I totally digress. Let's say that your husband says to you, you've really let our family down. And this is because you didn't get a bonus at work. And you normally get your bonus, but this time around you didn't. And you guys are really tight with money right now. So you could use that bonus for the bills that are piling up. Okay. And your husband thinks that you could have worked harder and you should have done more to get the bonus. Now, if you're inclined to believe him and think that, yeah, you should have worked harder and you should have done more and therefore you have let your family down, then you're going to be feeling like total ass and full of shame. Shame that you didn't do more, you didn't get the bonus, that you've let your family down. Okay, so now you're wearing that nasty shame blanket or coat, I think we called it. So let's like unpack this, right? Because what's happening here is you were, say, feeling upset and disappointed, maybe even annoyed that you didn't get the bonus. So you've got those three emotions laid on top of you, which are already hard to feel, right? You're upset, you're disappointed, you're annoyed, you didn't get the bonus, okay? Totally valid feelings. Now you've gone and added to that already shitty cocktail this huge and heavy layer of shame by choosing to believe that you have let your family down now if we were to put this into cocktail speak (laughs) you've basically poured three nips of tequila which I hate and if you love tequila I want you to pick another alcohol that you hate right you've poured three shots of that into a cup and then you've added half a cup of literal poo and told yourself to drink it Now, I know this is a terrible visual, but it is a powerful point to make. You can stomach the alcohol, you can stomach the tequila and process it through, okay? But that extra cup full of crap, literal crap, is going to make you sick. And that's because that's what shame does. 
Okay. When you think I've let someone down and you feel shame, when you feel shame, what happens is you hide. Right. When we're ashamed, we hide. We, we go into secret. Right. We don't talk about it. We withdraw and we judge ourselves. We're so mean to ourselves. Okay. Brene Brown has a lot of powerful work on shame. And one of her quotes is, what we don't need in the midst of struggle is shame for being human. Okay. Being human is simply what has led to somebody saying, you've let me down. Or your brain thinking, shit, I've let them down. Okay. So again, her quote is, what we don't need in the midst of struggle is shame for being human. If you're afraid of letting others down, what if you decided that you would never let yourself down? I think that that there is the very definition of what it means to have your own back. Okay. I practice it, I preach it, and I teach it. (laughs) You guys would have heard it before on the podcast. All right. This is like one of the things that I really empower and equip my clients with is having your own back. Okay. So no matter what, I will never let myself down. Okay. That is so true for me. And I know that that means I will get judged. I will get pushback and I will disappoint other people. When they don't agree with my choices and my actions, that will happen. And at the same time, I can handle that. I can allow them to have their feelings whilst taking care of myself. Okay. The very idea of letting people down implies that you are responsible for their feelings. And that just isn't true. You can't control people's minds. <laughs> I mean, if you could <laughs> make for a, a fun podcast, but you can't. Okay. You can't control people's minds. You can't, you know, dictate how they feel. You can only control your actions, what you do, and then they get to decide what they make your actions mean. And you are responsible for how you feel and you can choose to believe that you've let them down and you can feel ashamed or you can choose to believe hey I did my best or you know I made a mistake and I'm really sorry for that or oh my gosh that was a total accident it won't happen again right you can choose what you make your actions mean and whatever you feel is valid Okay, your feelings are completely valid, but please double check the thoughts that are creating the feelings because unchecked thoughts, thoughts like I've let them down. So often the thoughts aren't true. We could, we could, you know, we could question them and when we question them and we disprove them or we find a different way to look at the situation, We can feel so much better, right? Unchecked thoughts can cause so much unnecessary suffering. Now, friends, the place I come back to every single time is this question. 
What does it look like to have my own back here? Put that question in your back pocket, just like your cell phone and use it all the time. Okay. What does it look like to have my own back here? For me, the answer to that is I am willing to let others down so long as I don't let myself down. All right, my friends, huge love to you all. I'll see you next week. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you are going to love being coached by me. We are going to solve your specific challenges and set you up with the mindset tools that you need to have your own back and do brave shit in your life. Just head over to my website, xenajones.com to sign up.